Hello. Humanity has always been something that takes the world around it and shapes it. We have a vision for how things should and will eventually be, whether it is a stunning artistic triumph that twists the known interpretation of life, or a technological advancement which remolds the way humanity as a whole exists. Us humans have a knack for changing the flow of life. Humans are tinkerers. Humans are filled with a sort of boundless curiosity and also a boundless requirement to always be doing. We like to take apart our surroundings and put them back together into creations more fortuitous to our way of being. Think about it. From the advent of agriculture to splitting the basic blocks of life as we know it, we seem to be perennially forcing the world to adapt to us, for better or for worse. I would not go so far as to say that the essence of humanity is to change the surrounding features of existence, as any generalizations about human nature are to be avoided, but it is true that humanity has a habit of taking the now and making it into a previously unimagined future. Yet it is not just humanity as a whole that goes through the process of making the world adapt to them. There are individuals, companies, nations that are uniquely suited to inserting themselves into a place and expecting the surroundings to adapt to them. Take a person whose face has adorned the cover of magazines, whose words and actions have been immortalized in countless photographs and videos, whose name has been uttered by newscasters, political speakers, and household conversationalists the world round, whether it be in a good light or a damning one is unimportant. His name is Jorge Mario Bergoglio, better known as Pope Francis. Whether or not one agrees with his positions, it is apparent that he is someone with full confidence in what he believes, and someone who will not let the opinions of others dictate his undertakings. He knows his mind, and pursues it regardless of past expectations for himself and his position. In other words, he forces the world to adapt to him instead of adapting to the world and fulfilling the requirements of what a pope should do or be or think. Pope Francis, in the style of all those who want to make the world fall under their sway instead of them falling under the sway of the world, does not actively try to change the opinions of people of his surroundings. Instead, he simply is, much as a rock stands in the midst of a stream. The water can part around it or rush over it, but it must adapt to the fact that there is something besides what is commonly known in its sphere of being. There is another entity that has declared its presence in the world and given its surroundings no alternative but to adapt in some way, shape, or form. 
the company known as Apple. Throughout its tenure as a business, Apple has revolutionized the way we live. Though that statement has been repeated more times than I could care to imagine, it is the truth, and it is the simplest way to grasp the countless shifts in our existence that we owe to that single company. Apple placed itself at the forefront of technology and inserted touchscreens, laptops, and the storage smartphone into the consciousness of the world. The way that many live now revolves around that idea of constant connectedness which has been promoted by the company with the name of an innocuous fruit. Apple pushed its product and its mode of living be connected, have the world at your fingertips, never want for information, into a world where that concept was completely foreign, forcing people to adapt to this new way of life. And adapt people did. This mode of being that humanity has been set in, that of forcing the world to adapt to their wants and their needs, has catapulted the human race and everything around it to staggering heights and led to unbelievable innovations and inventions that would not have been accomplished had their creators thought of the wants and needs of the world now instead of the requirements of what might be. Yet, as with all things, the silver lining possesses a cloud wrapped around it. We force the world to adapt to us, but sometimes we must adapt to the world instead. There is an old adage. It states that one cannot be too brittle. One must bend, otherwise they will break. Though in the case of the general populace, it might not be we that break, but others whose situations are worsened by our refusal to bend, to change, to adapt. At certain points in time, we must be the ones who change instead of the ones instigating the change. There are events that, no matter how hard we try, we cannot control. The best we can do is to weather the storm and change ourselves to survive. Take the conflict currently raging over much of Eurasia. There are refugees fleeing from a government tottering on its own corrupt and violent cruelty, from Syria to numerous other points on and across the globe. Yet governments everywhere are faced with a problem— to let too many of these fleeing people in could upset the balance of jobs, housing, and economy, fragile at the best of times, like a rare sort of ecosystem. And so these countries limit the number of people they save from Syria, or don't let any in at all. People are still justly exiting their land, forced out by a monstrous government, but there is no place for them to exit to. The results have been deadly. Drownings in the Mediterranean, hellish camps set up simply because there's no alternative. These people are seeking help, yet many countries believe it is impossible to give it to them.
the countries of europe and the world cannot however remain in this state for long they cannot snap their fingers and make the situation in syria vanish they cannot force the situation to adapt to them they must adapt to the situation or else others will perish and too many have already though this adaptation does not necessarily have to be a solution already spoken about and ruminated on until it is sour like fully opening the borders of europe's countries an egyptian billionaire suggested that an island be bought from greece or italy financed by his own fortune is a place for the, for the refugees to flee to well this may not be a solution for the ages or even one that grows beyond a wayward idea it is a solution and a creative one which is all the more valuable this man decided to adapt to the situation instead of throwing his hands in the air in a futile attempt to make it adapt to his needs this idea of constant adaption of the willingness to change and to grow and to morph into something completely different according to our surroundings is why i have chosen today's poem watercoloring by billy collins the sky began to tilt a shift of light toward the higher clouds so i seized my brush and dipped my little cup into the stream but once I streaked the paper gray with a hint of green, water began to slide down the page. Rivulets, looking for a river. And again I was too late, and the sky made another turn, this time as if to face a mirror held in the outstretched arm of a god. Collins' watercolors constantly change, constantly shift, constantly grow, and if he could not adapt to their beautiful fluidity, then there can be no conclusion to his painting, no satisfaction to his work. We must embrace that ideal of change, but walk the fine line between self-adaption and that of the world. For we must stand tall with all our ideals, our beliefs, like the Pope, and introduce the radical into the expected, like Apple. Yet we cannot become so brittle and set in our ways that we break, or others break. Introspectiveness is the key here. One must catch all the subtle clues of the world around them to decide when to adapt and when to be adapted to. You cannot do this without a silent mind and a silent tongue, if only for a few seconds, a few minutes each day. Look at the place existing around you, not just the events that shake the minds and souls of thousands and millions of people, but the personalities and occurrences of everyday life, too often set in the shadow of these larger affairs. Everything matters. Everything's a clue when to bend and when to stand tall. 
adapt, be adapted to, and above all, explore precisely what a moment of quiet can bring. Questions, comments, concerns? Contact me at explore.silence.podcast at gmail.com And please, if you feel this podcast made a modicum of difference in your mind for a fraction of a second, share it with someone. A friend, a neighbor, a stranger passing by. Anyone is fair game. Thank you.